Hello, beautiful, marvelous, amazing, wonderful podcast family. What a privilege to be with you today. We've got a very special episode. We've got a solo podcast by me. I always think about doing these Facebook Lives, YouTube Lives of just sharing my thoughts on some of the things that are going on and very rarely get around to it. So I did one. You'll see it on YouTube. Um, I talk about how to boost your immune system. I talk about mental nutrients and human potential. So this is a very short podcast, just giving my rants on those ideas and how we need to uh, focus on building our immunity, uh, what we're taking in mentally, and and what humans are capable of because the what's going on right now is very limited thinking, very fearful thinking. And so this was just a rant off the top of my head. I hope that you enjoy it. If you want to support the show, please leave a review in iTunes. It helps. Consider becoming a patron. Go to patreon.com forward slash Matt Belair and join the academy if you want to go a step further, level up, and experience the Soul Compass course. It is a step-by-step process for helping you connect to spirit, overcoming self-sabotage, and really creating your connection with your inner world and outer world and getting clear on your vocation, your life purpose, and overcoming limitations and blocks and all that kind of thing in a very concise process. That's over at the Academy, and you can find that at mattbelair.com. Also, sign up for the email list to stay up to date because uh, censorship is real. And finally, I'm doing a... Uh, an event with Mark England. You can find it on my Facebook. We are going to be doing a word and story language power workshop. I recently became a certified and lifted coach and vocabulary coach, and it really is a masterclass in understanding your inner world. And so now with my coaching clients and all of my coaching, um, I add that piece in there because it's truly empowering and it helps you improve the story with yourself about yourself it helps you recognize your inner world to a much greater degree to ensure that the dialogue going on in between your head and also what you speak out loud is empowering and not uh, self-sabotaging and not victim and not um, really just derailing what you want to achieve so um, that will be uh, you can get the information on mattbelair.com if you sign up for the email list, as well as over on Facebook. So it's going to be a day event with myself and Mark England, and it's going to be epic. So that's it. Uh, the best way to support the show, as always, is three kind acts wherever you are in the world, or even just one kind act. Get somebody's name, hold the door open, give someone a smile, listen, just do anything you can um, positive in this world. We need it more now than ever. So let's get into this uh, episode by coming to a state of peace and coherence. Wherever you are, just stop what you're doing. Taking a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and just let it out slowly, filling every cell, muscle, and fiber of your being with peace, joy, connection, empowerment, courage, inner knowing, connection with spirit, love, joy, and all the good feelings. Uh, Let's get into this uh, incredible episode with yours truly about mental nutrients, boosting your immune system and human potential. What is going on, everybody? I wanted to make a quick video because this has been on my mind for a while. I keep thinking about doing these things, so I am just going to do it. I want to do a brief video about how to build your immune system and what causes your immune system to weaken. To me, this is common sense, but I think it's a very important important topic because everything we look out there um, on the mainstream, everything that we're seeing is so frightening. You know, we're afraid of the coronavirus. We're afraid of everything. Well, specifically the coronavirus because each and every day there's new cases, there's new deaths, there's this and that. Um, but I feel like 
perspective is super important. And one of the things I was curious about when I was younger is what are the limits and capabilities of the body? And I feel like if you do some research on the power of the human body, how to optimize the human body, you're going to feel more capable, more fearless in a situation where there's maybe danger. If you think about back in the day when samurai warriors would go to war and they'd, they'd look and say, oh my goodness, there is a tribe of warriors coming and they're, we're going to go to war. That'd be terrifying. They've got arrows, they've got swords, they've got all these different things. But if that um, side that knows they're coming is just in fear, knowing that these warriors are coming, they're definitely going to die. So what do they do? They prepare. They sharpen their swords. They practice their skills. Uh, they eat well. They sleep. They prepare for the battle because if the, the day of the battle comes and your immune system's weakened, your sword is not in proper condition, you, uh, your body is in proper condition, the chances of you uh, dying are much higher and that you could kind of say that it could be a similar example for the coronavirus um, We need to have perspective on this and when we have perspective it it lessens the fear and one of the major causes of disease if not the number one cause of illness is uh, Continuous perpetuated stress and fear it weakens your immune system So if you're constantly in stress if you're constantly in fear your immune system is being uh, depleted, and you are less likely to fight off a virus or any other virus. Now, one of the origins to consider that is so, so important is germ theory versus terrain theory. I've done a little bit of research on this. Um, some other people like Dr. Tim O'Shea, uh, Dr. Andrew Kaufman, Dr. Bear Lando, specifically in his videos on YouTube, are super important because it teaches you... Um, the origins of these two theories and so i'll give you a brief overview but germ theory was uh posited by uh, louis pasteur who is a chemist and uh terrain theory was put forth by uh dr antoine bouchamp who held four phds who is basically a genius and i think at the time they were looking at like apples how apples would rot and they didn't understand um how you know, that rot would come? Did it? Did a germ come in and then cause that apple to rot? And they're trying to figure that out. So basically germ theory says that the germ comes in and then causes the ap apple to rot. And in that theory, any kind of germ that's out in the environment can come and get you and make you sick. Well, Dr. Antoine Bouchamp was saying that it's all about the terrain. It's all about your immune system. It's all about your body because if you have a weakened immune system, if you're eating crap food, if you never exercise, if you are constantly in stress, your body is going to create the ideal environment for a virus or a disease to fester in the body. And I've interviewed almost 400 people now and probably I'm guessing 20 guests have had cancer and other terminal illnesses and they have actually healed themselves. And the answer for how they were able to do that was always the same. It was clean food. They removed all the stresses in their life and they had a big epiphany of the things that they were doing and this, uh, these repeated thoughts, these repeated emotions, um, whether they needed to forgive somebody, um, lose, uh, leave a negative job or whatever the case was, their mindset was not correct. They were constantly in stress. And so the body created disease. And you can look at that over and over and over again in medicine. When people are really depressed, when they have uh, very poor negative attitudes, they end up getting diseases. And usually it will correlate somewhere in the body where that disease will show up. Um, 
So the other thing that these guests did to cure themselves of these things that are supposed to be incurable was um, clean food, clean diet, exercise. You have to exercise. You have to go out in nature. You have to use your body. You have to take care of your body. It's absolutely common sense. And that was basically it. That's the recipe. A lot of the time you can add in nature. And there's a really great book. I've had so many great guests. And, um, you know, Dr. Edith Ubuntu Chan, her book, Super Wellness, who she's very similar to me because, you know, there's one side of the equation that's like, oh my goodness, these things are out there to get us and we're going to die. Yeah, it's true. We live in a dangerous environment. Uh, lots of things can kill us, you know, any day. Back in the day, you're getting chased down by saber-toothed tigers, but we were fending them off with spears and some primitive stuff. But her thought and my thought is, what are the limits of human potential and what creates a superhuman? So Dr. Edith, just like myself, has really studied superhumans and what the body is capable of. Um, first and foremost, the body is incredibly intelligent. The natural body, the immune system, how it works is extraordinary. It's absolutely amazing. And if you learn how to tune into it, um, like when I train with the Shaolin monks, you know, one of those masters could break a stone like this, this thick with two fingers. It was unbelievable. And they had a practice of meditation and, and uh, a practice of looking in and also hard qigong, which was punching and kicking trees and getting familiar with your body. Now, you don't need to go that far, but it just shows you what's possible. Another great example is Wim Hof. Wim Hof was actually injected with a virus, and you can look this up. I can't remember which one. Um, and he used breath, and breath is so important. And this is where we get into the whole mask thing because uh, it's a huge uh, topic. I didn't realize it was going to be uh, such a huge divide in people. But uh, I feel like breath is so important. And if you look at Wim Hof, if you look at uh, Naraj Nayak from Soma Breath, if you look at all of these uh, Shaolin monks, if you do sports, you understand how important breath is. And if we have a breath practice and we have calm, relaxed breathing, our immune system is strong and it's vibrant. As uh, Dr. Antoine Bouchamp would say, your terrain can fight off any virus. And I guess Louis Pasteur on his de deathbed said, um, the virus is nothing. The terrain is everything. And interestingly enough, at that time, Napoleon was the emperor and he wanted martial law. So he used, and this is in, uh, I think Dr. Tim Moshe has it in his presentation on YouTube, but he wanted to uh, use the germ theory to basically um, impose and, and continue with martial law. So it's a very interesting thing. And then you want to go a little bit further to the Flexner report. That's in 1910. And that's when I think 1910, uh, Carnegie and Rockefeller, they basically hijacked medicine and said everything that is uh, holistic, that is natural, is quackery. And that's when we gave rise to the trillion dollar uh, pharmaceutical and vaccine empire. Now, modern medicine is good. It does a lot of great things. But if it's pushed too far, if you look at psychiatry, if you really look into pharmaceuticals, if you really look into vaccines, um, you see some stuff that's not that great. Can they be useful? Absolutely. Um, but when, when profit is involved and things go too far, um, there can be some damage done. And there's definitely a ton of evidence that shows that maybe pharmaceuticals and vaccine companies went a little bit too far in some areas. Um, so you can check that out for yourself, you know, do your own research and a lot of this stuff, the research is the most important thing. And that's kind of the root of this video. I've kind of got on a tangent, but the reason why I don't feel afraid is because I've done a lot of research on the power of the body. That's it. And so what are some books, what are some resources that you're aware of that 
help you feel more empowered. So I was curious if you could heal the body with just the mind. And I looked at the research of Dr. Joe Dispenza, and he wrote the book, uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, You Are the Placebo, Supernatural, and many other books documenting many cases where people actually healed themselves using the power of their mind. Now, it doesn't work 100% of the time. Obviously, nothing does. However, just like when I teach uh, snowboarding or extreme sports, if we're going to go do a maneuver or a trick that we want to do and you don't believe you can land it, if you do not believe you're going to land a backflip, please don't try because you're probably not. Like the chances of you landing that backflip or trick are very, very, very minimal. Um, but when you believe it and you give yourself that best opportunity through positive internal dialogue, through visualization and earning the belief, right? So there's a progressional ladder. Um, then you're going to probably land it. You're going to succeed in your healing. So let's say like the guests I've had in the transformative healing experiences that I've heard from many, many people, they uh, had a poor diet, they had a poor lifestyle, they had a stressful lifestyle. And so they needed to reverse things because they were seriously ill. The body created a terrain where disease could come and it could fester and hurt the body. And nobody in that situation is going to argue that it wasn't their own fault because they, they know the consequences of, of doing things. That's, that's just what happens. And so from that point, when they make the decision and they start exercising, they start eating better, they start uh, visualizing their health, they're get, uh, being the way that they want to be, they're giving themselves the best opportunity for healing. And so now we need to give ourselves the best opportunity for healing. And so if we're in constant stress, we're not giving ourselves the best opportunity for healing. And so researching and adding perspective on the power of the body, reading books that empower you, uh, doing practices that empower you, like breath work, uh, like getting out in nature, 45-minute walk a day out in nature, um, laughing a lot. I've seen some you know, cases of cancer where, you know, to get out of the, the stress, they were just watching funny movies, they're reading positive uh, books, they were just keeping everything positive, because, you know, depression kills, depression, suicide, suicide's gone up, um, mindset is so important. And just like when I was in China, or, you know, watching Shaolin monks break stone, which was unbelievable, or when I was snowboarding, and watching people do unbelievable tricks on snowboards that seem absolutely impossible. They have to earn that belief um, to be able to do it. And so you need to earn the belief of your trust of your body. And that can kind of get into some spiritual you know, ideas as well and trust in the universe, trust in God, trust in the creator, trust in whatever you want to um, think about. And one of the topics that's been coming up a lot on the podcast lately is the idea of death, because that's essentially what we're all facing now. We're facing the death of ourselves. We're facing the death of our loved ones um, for this kind of virus that seems to be going around. And, and so we have to contemplate that. And most people haven't contemplated that. The other thing people have not contemplated and is so important is whether the media is telling you the truth or not. And for me, I began to look into this when I was in my teenage years, and I didn't understand why we had war. I didn't understand uh, why people were starving to death. And in researching this, I learned about systems that were in place and international bankers, uh, you know, that, that whole group of international bankers are kings and queens or people with massive influence. Um, and I'm not even saying they're necessarily good or bad. Yeah, they've implemented systems that are bad and they cause a lot of harm. Absolutely. Um, then as I got older, I worked on um, a project to bring awareness to organ harvesting that's happening in China. That's been happening for years. Um, and so that's a dangerous thing. 
and human trafficking and all this ugly stuff that most people don't want to look at, they don't want to consider. Um, and so when you research all those things, one of the things that's going to come up, if you're researching mind power, if you want to know what you're capable of, what you tell yourself, what you view, uh, hypnosis and persuasion is so important. And most people have never looked into those ideas. And I gave the example in an article, if you were building a house and someone said, hey, uh, install the electrical system of all the house, um, or somebody, um, your car broke down and you needed a new transmission, and someone said, oh yeah, just go install that transmission. You wouldn't pretend to know that you knew how to do that. You would know you, you wouldn't know how to do that. But because people read, they can read and they can write, they think they understand persuasion. They think they understand hypnosis. And you don't, not at all. And if you think you do, don't think of a pink cat. And if you didn't think of a pink cat, then maybe you're an anomaly. Or if you don't think about the Canada flag or don't think about the American flag. Now, we can take that one step deeper. And when I do coaching, I do this a lot just so they get the idea because visualization, um, what you tell yourself, your internal dialogue, uh, what you write down, what you intend, all makes a massive difference in this world. But we're not trained to use that in a specific way. So you can use it towards healing. And that's how people have had miraculous healings. Um, you know, I had a boxer reach out, uh, I'll leave him nameless for now, but I had a ex pro boxer reach out and he wanted to chat about, you know, his career and this was recent and uh, he didn't know if he wanted to continue with pro boxing or do something else. And so, you know, he said, Hey, I read your book a couple of years ago and it was when I was in the hospital, I, I had a shoulder injury and they said, I wasn't going to be able to uh, train for six months. He's like, I read your book. I applied the principles and in three months I was competing. And I was like, holy smokes, that's amazing. And it has nothing to do with my book. It just has to do with the research that I've done to figure out how we can be empowered, so how we can use our will, how we can use our language, how we can use our mindset, <coughs> excuse me, to empower ourselves to create this reality. Because I feel like it's, it's like the yin-yang. You know, you've got the you know, black and white with the two dots. You know, we can intend and we can really try to create here. But at the end of the day, we are really also at the whim of the universe, of, of this bigger picture that is so far beyond anything that we could imagine that's so powerful. So we kind of have to surrender to that force and make the most out of what happens. And so with this whole coronavirus thing, we have an opportunity as a humanity to respond to what is happening. But it's also important to know what's actually going on. We need to know the actual truth. When the numbers are inflated, when we have organizations with financial interests, when we're being lied to, when the mainstream media in Canada is owned by one company. I don't know how many people know that. In Canada is just one company that controls all mainstream media. So how do we make sure that they're being responsible? And I had this thought the other day, you know, like haven't been too too excited with uh, you know, Trudeau and everything he's been implementing. And so how do we keep a person like that accountable? What, what is the gatekeeper that they have that makes them not accountable for their actions if they're not positive, if they're not for the people? And it doesn't seem uh, like we really have, uh, we don't have a freedom of press to ask great questions, to really do an inquiry. It really is a frigged up system. And I've never been a fan of the government because I've never been uh, really for the people. So how do we make a government or a um, institution or a system that is actually for the people? Because when you look at these things, it's, a, it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, 
to bounce around, you know, when I looking at uh, the human trafficking, I was looking at the forced organ harvesting. I couldn't believe it. It like buckled me to my knees and uh, you can't believe that that's actually happening. Um, but most people don't want to look at that. And so it's important right now to do your own research in Buddhism. They'll talk about mental nutriments and it's what you put in your mind. Um, right. So what are you, what are you doing each day? Uh, are you stressed out each day? Are you just watching MSN, uh, CNN, uh, global news or whatever? You can use that as one resource. No problem with that. Um, and you need to see multiple resources because if you think about human nature, the, you know, whether it's a politician, whether it's a owner of the newspaper, somewhere down the line, Someone's going to offer a person high up a great deal of money and they're going to take it. They might also threaten that person. If you look at uh, Confessions of an Economic Hitman, I can't remember who wrote that book, but he just talked about how to destabilize cu countries and they would go in and they would talk to the president and they give him a big, a big bribe. If they didn't take that, they threatened to kill them. Sometimes they would kill them, um, but the bribe works very often. And so it's like, hey, I'll give you this massive amount of money uh, or... I'll kill your family. And you're like, well, you know what? I'll take the money. And so when, we, when we're looking at our systems and politics and the structure that's going on in the world, and it doesn't seem to be helping the everyday person, we need to question things. And so people that have never questioned these things need to understand that the media's function, the news function is not to deliver the truth. It's a propaganda machine to persuade and manipulate public opinion. If you don't think that this is true, please watch Century of Self, a documentary about Edward Bernays, who was Sigmund Freud's nephew, and it goes into that in great detail. Also, uh, Operation Mockingbird with the CIA. All of this stuff is real, um, and I know this because I studied it, and if you don't study it, just like if you don't study uh, how to be an electrician, you don't know how to uh, install uh, you know, the electrical unit in your house without blowing it up or setting yourself on fire. And so that's the problem is that people haven't studied this. So they don't, they think that they know, but, but you don't know. And the people that use these, um, you know, there's a great book. Actually, I haven't read it yet. I've seen pieces have come out. So I'm going to order it and get it right away. Uh, but Edward Bernays wrote a book. Um, you can look at how propaganda happened with World War One and World War Two because I didn't understand how good people could do evil things. And we're kind of watching that right now. We're watching people um, get persuaded through the media to do things that maybe are not uh, full of integrity of service. And it's funny because, you know, you think about World War II or you can even think about the Khmer Rouge where they battled people together, right? And, and they had friends in these different communities uh, killing each other. I went to the killing fields. That was disturbing. That was so disturbing. And I had uh, a lot of talks with, it, with uh, some locals about how did that happen? You know what I mean? How did that happen? And it's just the same fundamentals. You got to divide the people in some sort of way and then you create emotion and uh, then they create an action. And that's how hypnosis works. It's, uh, it's based on emotion. So kind of been going on all over, all over the place on this rant, but to go back to, you know, a simple idea of how the hypnosis works, it's, it's, bypassing the critical mind, um, which is your like conscious, logical thinking mind. And then you hit the emotions. And so one of the best techniques is repetition over and over and over and over and over again. And um, there's a interview, can't remember the guy's name, but he was friends with um, one of the Rockefellers and they became close. And he said, how are you going to convince people of like these wars and things like that? He goes, the news. He's just like, you repeat it over and over and over and over again. And eventually they're just going to believe it. And that's the number one tool 
uh, of hypnosis. Um, that's why if you listen to songs or you listen to the radio, and if you're going to go into advertising, you understand that one of the best and most effective techniques forever has been uh, repetition. So they'll just repeat their jingle, they'll repeat their slogan, they'll repeat what they're saying. So it lands and it locks in and it works and it's effective. And again, if you don't think it's effective, don't think of a pink cat. Do not think of a pink cat on top of an airplane. You probably did. Now we take that one step further. Um, I, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Okay. So just imagine I have the pink cat in my hands and as a nice cat and, and we're friends and all of a sudden I take out a scalpel and I grab him by the top of his head and you're like, Matt, what the heck are you doing? And the cat's freaking out and I stab the cat in the guts and the cat's screaming and then I kill the cat. Now I hate doing that example because it's awful and I love cats and I love animals, but whenever I'm coaching someone or give an example, I try to figure out something negative because when you hear the story of the cat and the bad thing happening to the cat, you create an emotion. You didn't try to create the emotion. Your body kind of seizes up. And it goes into a stress state and you don't feel good. And all I'm doing is sharing with you words. That's it. I just said some words in a, in a sentence and you create that emotion. And so what if every day you turn on the news, you turn on the radio and it's this story that's terrifying? Well, without you even consciously telling your body to go into a fear state, it is going to do that naturally for you because your body wants to protect you wants to keep you safe. And if you are in a perpetual state of fear, if you are a perpetual stress, you are weakening your immune system. You are not um, creating a very strong, healthy terrain to battle the many dangers of life. Cars, uh, alcohol kills a ton, heart disease, sugar, you know, what are you putting in your body? Glyphosate, uh, all these craps they put in food. You know, when I started researching food, I was eating complete nonsense till probably 25 and I still am, have so much to learn but when you understand what's in food you're like holy smokes this isn't good for me and uh, you can see the result in Canada and North America and Australia and the first world countries with obesity and heart disease and all this crap that comes from our um, luxurious and easy way of living you know Easy isn't necessarily good. We always want this convenience. And, and in this convenience, we become a little bit lazy. We become passive. We've forgotten the power of our body, the power of our mind, the power of intention, um, and many other things. And so I feel like I've gotten most of the rant that I wanted to share out there. But the bottom line is that, you know, we do have powerful immune systems. Um, you want to learn about what you eat. You know, Dr. Zach Bush is uh, amazing. I did a, a podcast with Dr. Will uh, B. I don't want to. I don't want to butcher his name, uh, but Dr. Will. I'll link up his book here, and he talks about the microbiome. And I've had when I went in and did a, a bunch more uh, food. Um, had a bunch of food master guests on there for lack of a better a better word everyone was talking about the microbiome and how important that is to create a powerful immune system. And so. You know, if the, if the virus was as deadly as they said, which was, was way off, they said 3.4, you know, I read in the newspaper, 150 million people could die, right? That's, that's what's going on in the Canadian new, newspaper. So when you read that without perspective, you go, oh my God, 150 million people could die. So take away all my rights and do all these different things. And, uh, you know, I'll kneel down and be afraid of this airborne virus. 
it turns out it wasn't that deadly. Um, but even if it was deadly, let's say it was killing 50% of people. Let's say it was killing 90. The more serious that thing was, the more it would be important that you built your immune system. So if it was killing nine out of every 10 people, you better be the person that exercised, that had clean diet, that um, was getting out in nature, that was doing every single thing possible to build your immune system for this threat that was outside. Just like if you were a warrior back in the day and you had this army advancing that was like the Spartans, they were the number one army of all time, you better be in peak physical shape. All of your friends better be in peak physical shape. Your weapons better be correct. You better be trained. You better have the most empowering mindset possible um, to defeat these guys or your toast because you understand what's about to happen. And I feel like if we can kind of reverse the way that we're thinking about this, because when I look at the media and when I see a lot of the conversations, it's all like, oh my goodness, um, this thing is so scary. And, and maybe you are afraid of it. That's fine. But it's not a very empowering position to be in and say, okay, it is scary. It is dangerous. You could say all those things and it could be very, very real. What can you do to prepare, build your immune system, um, get your mindset and psychology right to give you the best opportunity for health, healing, growth, and um, confidence in what you may face. And so I'm going to leave it with that. Uh, thanks for listening. I hope it made some sense. I'll link up some uh, notes in here if you want to dive deeper, but the bottom line is, Build your immune system. Use the basics of breath, clean food, clean water, uh, diet, exercise, getting out in nature, and just do those things every single day. Build yourself up. Uh, try to get into a state of peace, of calm, of understanding that, yes, there may be something to be afraid of. Uh, there's lots of stuff to be afraid of, but be in an empowered state. And uh, just like an animal, you know, when they see danger, they're like, holy crap, they go into fight or flight. They, they either fight or they, they flee. And then a few minutes after that, they, their breathing goes back to normal um, and they go back into homeostasis. They're nice and chill. But humans don't do that, especially when you're waking up, your phone beeps and it's like, you know, more cases, more cases, this thing, this thing. Look at this one scary thing. Look at this other scary thing. You know, more scary things over here. So, you know, if you're out of that state for five seconds and then guess what happens? In those gaps, when you're not getting blinded with programming and hypnosis and all this stuff that works incredibly well, you're going to be thinking about it in, the, in between the next thing. So if you wake up and you got the Twitter feed here scaring you, you know, 25 minutes, an hour, whatever, then you got this other thing. Okay, I got to figure, you know, I got this other thing. Um, then another scary thing happens. Well, all of those gaps, guess what's happening? It, your mind is going to fill it with more scary stuff. It's going to keep you in a state of perpetuate, uh, perpetuated stress. Not good, not healthy. So start considering, consider reading some empowering material. Uh, check out Super Wellness, Dr. Edith Ubuntu Chan, boss book, empower yourself. You can check out um, Success Mindsets, another one. Uh, my homie, Ryan Gottfriedson, he's been on the podcast a few times. Amazing, apply that to health. Check out Zen Athlete, simple, practical, easy to use. I think it may be the first time I plugged my own book on my own show, but it's an awesome book. It's a guide to self-mastery and it's just the tools. It's just the techniques of how to use this stuff. And when you look at extreme sports, the difference, the reason why they need such a high level mental game, same with Navy SEALs, anything that has a high degree of risk or danger, you must put yourself in the most empowered state 
possible because if you're going to try a trick that's never been done before, if you're going to do a backflip over a bigger jump, if you're going to go into battle with an enemy, your mindset has to be the most empowered uh, working for your benefit possible because there is a very real risk of danger of death of injury. So if you can apply that uh, to a daily um, to a daily situation to the coronavirus, you're going to be in a much more empowered state. And uh, that's, I think the big reason why for me, I don't feel a lot of fear around it is because I trust my body. I trust my immune system. Could I die from it? Sure. You know, I could die from it. I could die anyway. I've kind of accepted that for myself. Um, but that's why I'm not afraid of it because I put myself in, in very scary situations and I've had the training and I've had the mindset and, and the mental nutriments, the research that makes me feel empowered. That makes me feel like I can give myself the best opportunity for success. So at one point it's acceptance. It's like, okay, now I'm ha this thing's happening. What can I do now? How can I exercise, exercise my will, my intention, my focus and research toward the most empowering solutions. And so sure, stay, stay tuned to what's going on in the world, but also consider spending some time empowering yourself with empowering, um, ideas, ide uh, people, information, things that will put you in a positive state in joy and peace, empowerment, so that no matter what happens, you're going to give yourself the best opportunity for healing, for safety, for empowerment, for growth, and to respond and to adapt to what what may happen in your world, which could be a financial thing. Maybe you lost a job. How can you respond from that? It could be a health thing. Maybe someone you know um, got infected and, and you're dealing with loss. Um, it could be many different things, but how do you respond to that situation? So I'm going to end it here. Thanks for watching. I hope that this was helpful. If you have any questions, put them in the comments and uh, all the best. Peace. There it is, ladies and gentlemen, one of my first uh, solo podcasts. I don't know if I've done those before. I haven't done it before, and I don't really know what I'm doing, so I hope that you enjoyed it. I have a few more coming up that might be a little bit more coherent, a little bit more enthusiastic. Uh, apologies for the um, lack of consistency. It's been crazy. Just Sometimes I'll be locked down a rabbit hole of research. Um, I'm building some amazing stuff right now. The Heart Journey Hypnosis uh, and Meditations are coming out. That's going to be epic. I'm really excited about releasing those tracks. Uh, they're going to be coming soon, so make sure you go to mattbelliard.com, sign up for the email list because lots of cool stuff is coming down the pipe. Thank you guys who have taken a moment to leave a review for sharing episodes, for supporting the show. It means a lot, and it helps a lot to keep this thing going. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Big love. Um, and that's it. Uh, just sending you all of my love, well wishes, and inspiration to you and your family, hoping that you're doing well. And uh, let's come into a state of peace and coherence before we close this up. Wherever you are in the world, just stop what you're doing. Take in a deep breath in through your nose. Hold that breath and let it out slowly, filling every cell, muscle, and fiber of your being with peace, joy, enthusiasm, energy, connection, hope, and ready to take on the rest of the day. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.